Are you stinky? Just my left. <laughs> That's very weird. Welcome to Cucumbersome, a show about struggling to eat your veggies and other wellness woes. I'm Amanda. And I'm Brendan. So this is the second episode, but technically it's episode one. Uh, we recorded an episode zero that we strongly recommend you listen to first if you want a proper introduction to us and the core concept of the show. Uh, but ultimately, you can just stick along for the ride and hop back to episode zero whenever you want. Yeah. So it's actually been two weeks since we recorded episode zero. Our original plan was to do this every week, but um, <laughs> we had some difficulties last week we attempted to record episode one but i don't know what was going on with me that day uh so we had to scrap it and uh so now it's two weeks out and this past week was kind of a wash in terms of our food and our fitness um we'll get into the details later on but uh we're mostly going to talk about the week before last oh so one thing i wanted to bring up was we watched Bring It On. Yeah, it was just kind of, it was on TV and it was something I really enjoyed watching as a kid because I was a cheerleader growing up. And uh, so I was like, oh, maybe, you know, let's watch it and see if it, if it has aged well. And uh, so how did it age? Not, not that well. I mean, it was still funny to some degree. There was definitely some Stuff that I was like, oh my god, I can't believe my parents let me watch this. Yeah. Don't, don't even, I don't even want to get into it. Oh yeah, not even going into details, just simply like, considering I had not watched Bring It On as a kid back when it was like new and relevant, watching it for the first time as an adult, you know, almost 30, and... Wait, was that the first time you'd ever seen it? Yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, watching that through the scope of like, okay, so this is the stuff that my wife and all the other cheerleading girls back in 2001. Yeah, I think it was was either 2000 or 2001. Yeah, so back when you were wee children, this is the stuff that like was watched and popular. Uh, It was pretty terrifying yeah there was a specific scene that made me kind of wonder i was like man is this partially responsible for my bizarre attitude towards food as a kid and as a cheerleader and like a growing athlete because um they hired a choreographer who shows up and basically tells all the girls like take what you eat and cut it in half it's called a diet and then he tells the one girl who uh, ironically, her dad was the one who financed him, and he's like, uh, "You need to stop eating altogether because your ass is too big." But yeah, back in the just also seeing yeah back in the day, what what was considered uh, too big of a butt? Well, was... yeah, and then you also have to consider like these are athletes you're talking about, and you need food to function and perform yeah. your best. And he's telling them to take whatever they eat, which probably wasn't a lot because diet culture was far more toxic and like an acceptable way yeah back then so if you think about like how neurotic like our friends were oh yeah growing up like in high school about food like make it worse by telling them to eat half 
Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Big yikes. So, so that happened. Um, you want to talk about food? Oh, I'd love nothing more than to talk about food, except maybe eating food. Yeah, same. Uh, so I broke this down into we'll talk about last week and then we'll talk about this past week. Um, just so you can kind of see the <laughs> the crash and burn. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't say it was so much of a crash and burn. We just kind of had like a fender bender with our eating. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so anyway, week one, uh, we were kind of looking at it as a transition week. We had some stuff in the fridge we needed to use up. Not like um, any animal products, but we had some... Like, you know, vegan junk food kind of stuff yeah. that we needed to eat. So the one the one admission was we didn't realize until after the fact that one of the items that we still had oh my was God. sitting in the cupboard. Yeah, the, the English muffins. The yeah. Thomas's English muffins. It's the they have whey in them and it was the last ingredient. Yeah. So it's you know, not justifying the use of it by saying it was a minute amount. It's just one of those things where it's like... Well, it was just like, why? Yeah, why is it even in there? It's not like it was made with milk. It's just specifically they used whey as the most knows? minute ingredient. Because it was, it was the last ingredient on the thing, and it was in, like, you know, the less than 2% Yeah, this is, like, a bunch of this stuff. So that, like, just why? Why even bother? Because yeah. there's definitely other English muffins that don't have whey in them. So, uh... Any any new vegans out there, don't eat Thomas's English muffins. Yeah, I'm don't, sure. I'm don't make sh the mistake we did. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty big name ones out there that aren't like specifically health food companies that have ones that don't have the way. I don't. I feel like because of how little of it was used in there that it. Well, Dave's you know, Dave's Killer Bread or whatever it is. Yeah. they have English muffins that are definitely vegan. Okay. Um. And the Ezekiel ones that are, you know, in the freezer. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Those are also, except I won't eat the cinnamon raisin muns anymore because that was what I ate when I cracked my back tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are like seeds in them or something. Yeah. I mean, whatever. We don't need to talk about my dental issues. But um, yeah, so I also kind of realized partway through that week that maybe being like let's get everything out of the fridge and then we're gonna only eat vegetables pretty much from now on was probably not the best way to go about it uh because uh i have never been a huge not that i'm not a fan of vegetables um just for if you haven't listened to episode zero i grew up not like having to eat vegetables at all my parents don't eat vegetables so it's really just a matter of trying to expose myself to new things and I feel like the it should be a bit of a transition to so that I don't get overwhelmed yeah you don't yeah you don't want to make it feel like work or you're gonna look for those you know those shortcuts around it essentially yeah and I mean I'm I'm a decent cook but uh learning you know all new recipes all at once you know so that every every day is learning a new recipe and doing something different um just seemed like a little much so yeah could lead to a little bit of burnout yeah so the instead of you know being like we are whole food plant-based as of this moment 
and we're going to eat nothing but whole food plant-based, kind of, we're over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going forward, we're going to just start incorporating more of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, again, uh, hearkening back to episode zero, um, I grew up eating my vegetables. I, I enjoyed vegetables a lot, but I never sought them out. Yeah. Like I never was like, oh man, I really want celery or something like that or broccoli. Uh, so, um, you know, I don't even notice if we're not eating vegetables, but if something is prepared with them, I'm not going to be like, oh man, I have to eat my veggies. No, that's me. That's my problem. Yeah. Cause it's not like, even oh, that, hello, like, old friend. It's not even that, like, I'm like, oh, gross, vegetables. I'm like, ah, like, weird, crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's more of a textural thing than a taste thing. Um, But I noticed that they're more tolerable when we buy organic. They seem to have a better flavor. Yeah, I think it just, a lot of it could just be the fact that um, the majority of the non-organic produce that we have bought previously or that we have available in this area tends to have come from further away so it's just not fresh uh whereas the organic stuff it's basically you know it's got to be fresh because it's either fresh or it's gotta be dead (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah i i definitely noticed that the the non-organic stuff that we had been getting always it just always seemed a little more like rubbery. It didn't have quite as satisfying of a texture to it. I just, the the one thing that comes to mind is this actually was before uh, this week, but for a while I was making the broccoli and rice mm-hmm. bake thing with vegan cheese, like a, like a potato and carrot based cheese. And the one time, the first time I made it, we used frozen broccoli and it was it was good like um but the second time i we got organic broccoli from the store and i steamed it before i put it in it and it Hell was yeah. like chef's kiss Mwah. yeah that was a huge improvement yeah and uh that was an instant pot recipe right was it no okay i couldn't no, remember if that I, one was um, instant pot i baked it put it in the oven ah well that was before this heat wave had a death grip on us and i can't bear to even turn on any kind of hot element in this house yeah that was that was a big one of the big things behind our kind of uh bad week that we had or not even necessarily bad week it's but funny, just like a it's lazy really week not that bad it's just yeah lazy yeah um but yeah we you know we just had tropical storm rolled through and the week leading up to it uh, at least up here in our leg of New England, it was just just extremely hot, extremely so humid. Brutal. Yeah, and the the idea or the thought of turning on the oven, um, you know, we don't have central air or anything, so if it's hot outside, it's hot in the kitchen. And uh, yeah, yeah, we just didn't want to do any real cooking. We were we were bad. Yeah, which is one of the things where where I'm like, I wish I could just like throw together a salad. And yeah, once we be happy with that, once you're able to overcome that little obstacle with the salads, I think that's going to definitely open up, open up a lot of good opportunities for us for 
uh, healthy dinners when it's hot out because yeah, I don't, or even I don't mind lunch because they're you know portable. Yes. And stuff. Um, but yeah, so week one, let's talk about some of the recipes we did because that was a good week for new recipes. First, I I think I've perfected the overnight oats. I would agree with that statement. I think you definitely have perfected the overnight oats. Yeah, because I would do it good sometimes, but then I didn't have like a formula for success and I would just kind of wing it and sometimes it would be good and sometimes it would be weird, but like I've got it down pat. So I do three quarters of a cup of oats and then a cup of, I was using vanilla soy milk, which I think also helped. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a little bit of extra sweetness to it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was unsweetened, but vanilla, you know, is good. Um, I added a little bit of agave and then um, chia seeds. So and then I think one of the days you added some fresh cut up strawberries as well. I don't know I if did. you if you already just said that. No. Because um, I'm currently <laughs> bouncing the cat. Like a baby. Yes. He's he's purring. He likes it. <laughs> um, what else did we eat? Oh, the um, the hamburger gravy. That hamburger gravy was delightful. And, and it so- was lentil based. Like we didn't use any... Um, you know, like burger crumbles or anything like that. Yeah, so that recipe is really good for those of you that um, might not like the packaged meat alternatives. If you just simply don't like, you know, the imitated taste of meat. Yeah, then, lentils are bay. Yeah, then this is definitely, you know, of the quality type, or bleh, is the type of quality recipe that could easily be, you know, one of those... uh back pocket recipes to whip out on a rainy day yeah it was it was easy it was it was pretty quick i think that day like normally i'm like the kind of person that pulls everything out and like i'll measure all the spices first and everything but i for whatever reason that day i didn't do that and even still it came together pretty fast oh yeah and And, um we did it over mashed potatoes yes which was a good call yeah and we also had some extra hamburger buns to get through. So at least I personally, I had mixed the, you know, the lentil gravy um, into my mashed potatoes, like folded it around through there. And then I slapped some onto hamburger buns. And I mean, I'm one of those weird people that likes to just mash their food together in the first place. Uh, But this was particularly just such an awesome hearty like rib sticking type dinner yeah and then um the other recipe that i really liked that we did that week was the stir fry that um, stir fry was killer yeah i feel like that's going to be in the rotation it's um we had some sweet earth ginger and scallion sausages we needed to use that brendan found and i highly recommend those sausages for um as a treat yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of the sausages as a treat, but um, they are, at least in my opinion, they are specifically very good for use in any kind of like you know like a stir fry or like Asian type dish. Well, yeah, because it's ginger and scallion. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it you it's know the it, right flavor. Profile. Yeah. It tastes more stir fry adjacent than it does like you know other common uses for sausage 
Yeah, so um, we used uh, these udon stir-fry noodles, um, and I found a stir-fry sauce recipe from Janet's Munch Meals on Instagram. And uh, her original recipe called for uh, sesame oil, but I just didn't put it in there. I think I compensated with like the same amount of vegetable broth. Yeah, which I I don't think there was any real sacrifice there. I didn't notice any discernible difference. I also don't like my noodles like oily, you know, like when you get like lo mein from like a really greasy Chinese food restaurant and it's just like, yeah, uh. <laughs> like that's exactly what I want when I'm specifically very drunk. Uh, <laughs> but, also, but also for the record, lo mein is not vegan, it's egg noodles. So true. But um, yeah, it was very, it was lo mein adjacent. Uh, yeah. In flavor. It provides a low main experience. Yeah, yeah. And I I would definitely recommend it. Um, I'll link the post in the show notes in the event that you want to try it out. Along with the one for the hamburger gravy, too. That was Monkey and Me Kitchen Adventures, which it's a mouthful, but it's like so wholesome. I don't forget it. (laughs) (laughs) So we also made a homemade pizza last week. Which, in and of itself, you know, is not that exciting. But the reason I want to bring it up is because this is one of those scenarios where we might have strayed in the past. Um, We were having friends over for dinner. And uh, so we got, like, a regular pizza for them. And then we made our own pizza. Like, we we made the effort instead of being like, oh, fuck it. Like, exactly, yeah. That was, um, I was really proud of us because, like I said, the was one of those situations where normally we would be kind of... We'd give ourselves the allowance of, oh, like, just a little bit of cheese is okay, and then regret Uh, it. For me, it wasn't even, like, an allowance. It would be, like, I didn't think about it until, like, an hour before, like, we'd have friends over, and then I'd be like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to (laughs) do? Um so that was really cool. And you got really cool. we, you got a little crafty with that pizza too with the crust. Um you went a little beyond what we usually do. What oh yeah, I used um Is this even a health podcast? <laughs> we used some of the Miyoko's vegan butter, like the oat milk butter, and I warmed it up with some garlic and garlic salt. Mm-hmm. Just a tad, and then I brushed the crust with it, which ended up being really good. Oh, it was so good. That was definitely like one of those, like you immediately noticed the difference in, in the taste. And obviously it, it just smelled divine. Yeah. I wonder if we could do a wash like that with like almond milk or something like in the future when we want to make a pizza, but yeah. have it a little less decadent. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing for us to look into for a future time. So that was all the first week. So uh, let's take a short detour into this past week. Uh, Far less exciting. We have no recipes to share because we didn't eat anything special or great this past week. So the first problem was that my sleep schedule got completely messed up this past week. I think, what was it, Saturday? You stayed up really late. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, Saturday I was up until... Ooh, it was after 2 a.m. Yeah, and I stayed up with you, and that was, I'm not saying it's your fault, because I could have gone to bed, I'm my own person, but um, 
Yeah, it was just, that was like the beginning of the chain reaction of me staying up until like three or four and then waking up around noon uh, thereabouts. So uh, I was pretty much skipping breakfast altogether, eating lunch when I woke up and then eating dinner with you and then going to lay down at the same time that you go to bed Yeah, for work. So around like nine o'clock and then I just like lay there all night. And occasionally I would get a snack, um, but no, most times I didn't. So really, I was only eating like two meals a day, which uh, was definitely... If I had been tracking uh, what I was eating, I probably would have noticed the pattern earlier on, but yeah. I wasn't. So, um, And then we actually only ate out for dinner once. Which is, I think it was only once. Pretty good for uh, days or weeks where we've like completely just gone off script. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there like there was the one night where we normally would have just been like, oh, guess we're you know gonna go pick up some trash, but uh, yeah, you decided ugh, to do a little breakfast for dinner and you slapped together some vegan pancakes yeah and yeah that worked out great yeah um, we ended up eating dinner at like nine o'clock which is normally when you go to sleep so yeah but we still ate which is i'm proud of us because that's a that's an improvement it sounds it sounds bad maybe to someone who already kind of has a healthy lifestyle but for us that was an improvement yes and um being that i am um, I am the trash man. I enjoy my trash. The trash um, man. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to mention was that the when we wound up not eating at home, uh, we would swing by Burger King and get the Impossible Whoppers, which you can get vegan by just not having them add any cheese or you have to ask for cheese specifically anyway yeah so, so all you have you, to do is ask for no mayo yeah and then they're vegan but um and there was one morning where uh, i think it was it was either saturday or sunday where i had grabbed from dunks the he means dunkin donuts that's yes. the uh, new england uh nickname for dunkin donuts yeah um so yeah from dunkin donuts they have the Beyond Sausage breakfast sandwich, which you can get that vegan by requesting no egg, no cheese, so it's just the patty, and you order hash browns, pile those hash browns onto the sandwich with some ketchup, and it is surprisingly good. Yeah, it's not one of those things where you bite into it and you're like, it's missing something. Like, it it has, it's it's got all the elements of a good breakfast food yeah not to say that this is good in terms of healthy no. but it's an option that it's a vegan option that you have if you are just in a rush and you know don't have the time to prepare something and you're not in an area where there's just like vegan options galore yeah so is there anything else you want to say about our food for this past week i think that about covers it we got our staple very very good recipes and our couple admitted trash experiences. Yeah, so. I do want to say, though, like, though I didn't actually 
you know, write everything down that we ate. It was mostly we eat overnight oats almost every morning for breakfast. Yeah. And then I would eat like a sandwich. So either a chickpea salad sandwich is a staple for me or Brennan really likes tofurkey and the Eve's the veggie salami. Um, Yeah. So let's talk about fitness. Yes. So this past week, there really was no fitness. However, the week before when we were on top of our game. Big fitness. Big fitness. um, Big fun fitness. Because that is a very important thing I feel for us to keep motivated is that we have to keep our physical activities fun. uh, Yeah. Because before all the pandemic stuff, uh, we really, really enjoy hiking And, you know, it's very stimulating for doing just a whole lot of walking. Keeps you very engaged mentally. And so we had mentioned doing these things in episode zero. But in case you did not listen to episode zero yet, we picked up the Ring Fit Adventure for the Nintendo Switch. And we have been uh, doing a couple of the kind of YouTube fitness challenges as well to try them out and see which ones we really enjoy. And yeah, uh, that week we had a really good fun balance. Yeah. So I found her name is Joanna So on Instagram on YouTube. And uh, she has this indoor step challenge. I think there's actually a few on her channel as of right now, um, which... I found one morning because I I started using my Fitbit again to kind of help me uh, remind me to start moving during the day because uh, I can easily go multiple hours just sitting on my iPad doing like God knows what and then I'll be like, oh, like it's been five hours and I haven't moved <laughs> and I feel like a fossil. The That step challenge, I... Um, I joined Amanda for one of those because I think the first one you did while I was at work. Yeah, that was one of the days that week that had gotten up early, early, yeah. early. And um, so I joined on the following day after I got home from work and I did not expect a walking challenge, like a, essentially a marching in place challenge to be a difficult or be particularly entertaining. Uh, the way she changes up the exercises is actually like really entertaining. Um, yeah, so you get you get thirty seconds on, thirty seconds. Well, not thirty seconds off. It's thirty seconds of walking in place, and then yeah. thirty seconds of some kind of alternate form of exercise. So she would, you know, you would twist and punch when you do your steps, or yeah, or something do like the, that. The wide running, basically running oh, in place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, running in place as fast as you can, but with your feet super wide out. Um, the first time that we hit that one, I I felt my adductors just clench and scream. <laughs> I it didn't look like it was gonna be a very difficult workout, but having that one kind of uh, right at the end of the rotation, yeah, it it did work. Um, I I was sweating profusely by the end of that walking challenge. Yeah, me too. Uh, and that was the second day I had done it too. So I was kind of, you know, I knew what to expect. So I tried to go a little harder than I did the first day. 
because I had all the moves down, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, big wow. Uh, definitely think that I'll incorporate that into... Because especially because of my current size, I feel like that almost is a good substitute for hit because my... I was obviously tracking my heart rate and stuff because I was wearing the Fitbit and I think it I was like in the cardio state the whole time, you know, like my heart rate yeah. or whatever, the zone, that's that's the word I'm looking for. Um so I feel like that could work for you know some hit. Yeah, I definitely say so. Type cuz that instead of, you know, the rest for 10 seconds or whatever it is um you can just do like your walking is your rest exactly yeah so it's a full 30 minutes of just straight activity no yeah no stopping yeah which now that now that i just said all that i realized that is isn't it like when you do hit cardio it is walking for the rest it's not you don't stop oh yeah yeah, so, so it's, it's it's the same idea. Yeah, it's just kind of a low lower impact hit workout. Yeah, Espe- yeah. So especially if you're newer to trying to do any length of cardio that's not walking on a treadmill, which I find extremely boring. I've tried to do it in yeah. the gym before, and I just can't. Um, I'll get I'll get like five minutes in, and I'm like bored to tears. Even if I'm watching something, like I just I need some kind of like stimulation so that worked really well for me yeah um one thing i want to do is before we started uh trying to lose weight uh we had been doing yoga pretty regularly yeah we did like four four five times a week yep and we were doing i think we had done that for it's probably what almost two straight months that we were keeping on top of the yoga yeah it was a little bit after quarantine started yeah Uh, we were doing yoga and we haven't been doing it and I'm feeling a little stiff. Yeah, I've actually I've had to go back to rolling my back out every couple nights because while we were doing the yoga, um, all of my daily aches and pains and my tightness and everything like that completely melted away. I was like super mobile, which is one of my like main goals getting into this in the first place. I just wanted to be able to move more freely. And I was actually getting to that point. And yeah, we fell off with the yoga. Um, I think it was kind of in the effort of trying out these other fitness ideas. We would kick, you know, kick our asses with the fitness challenge or, or what have you. And then convince ourselves we didn't have the leftover energy to knock out some yoga at the end of the night or something yeah or even there would be days where we would like talk about it and then like we'd start doing something else and then it would be eight thirty, nine o'clock and just be like oh too late yeah and recently i noticed while at work suddenly lower back's getting stiff um starting to get like I get like kind of like nerve misfires in my legs from standing in awkward angles um, while doing my job. And uh, that stuff had kind of gone away while we were doing the yoga. So I forgot those issues existed until we fell off the bandwagon with that. Yeah, it's funny how that works, huh? Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think that about sums up everything we had been doing for fitness and everything we will be continuing to do. 
Yes. Uh, because Which... uh, having one weird week isn't derailing us. Exactly. And... Like it used to. Yeah. And we are going to be, on occasion, uh, we will record some video of these workouts so that we can uh, put some stuff up on the YouTube channel so you guys can see. Um, you can have a good laugh. Exactly. Because uh, it can be kind of defeating sometimes when you're getting back into or getting into fitness for the first time and you just feel like you're not able to execute certain things in the challenge videos or, you know, really feeling like, you know, you think you're struggling more than you should be, uh, you can look at what we're doing and see that we, too, struggle. Yeah, and I mean, any movement is better than none at all. Exactly. So. And, you know, you just have to have, you know, just keep determined and it's, it is a lot of fun when you keep on top of these things for a bit and you actually start noticing that certain movements aren't as hard as they were and stuff like that. And um, part of the reason why we want to do these videos is that we also have the motivation of going back and looking at our own progression, how much better we're getting, how much better we get at certain activities, yeah. um, really see the difference that way too, instead of just numbers. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, that's what matters to me the most, more than numbers on a scale or, you know, measurements or whatever. I I would just like to see physical progress. Want to talk about what's working? Yeah, absolutely. So what has been working for you? Um, I only have one small thing. Uh, that's one of those things. I feel like I should be writing stuff down as I think of it because, you know, a lot of people myself included, tend to just think about things in terms of, like, the negative, you yeah. know? So, going forward, I'm going to start writing stuff down so I have some uh, actual, you know, meatiness to what I'm going to say. But uh, just as a general thing, I I feel just straight up making the decision to cut out dairy has been, has improved in two weeks, has completely just improved everything, um, I have, I have more energy during the day. Um, even if, uh, my sleep schedule is weird, I, I don't wake up feeling like a zombie and like it's going to take me two hours to start functioning as a human being. Cause that has kind of been the way I operate. Like I take a really long time to kind of wake up and get myself together. And now that I've been not eating dairy i wake up and i'm like my brain is functioning and i can kind of just like get up and go yeah kind of thing and um i i don't feel that immediately like after you eat just feeling weird and bad yeah uh because while uh while i don't feel that i'm you know lactose intolerant or anything like that like i i never really felt particularly destroyed by dairy i definitely noticed that you know just that slog after eating and just from these past couple of weeks of not doing that um i just don't i just don't feel that anymore yeah and then from an emotional standpoint um cutting out the dairy has been really beneficial for me because i finally feel like 
I'm eating, eating dairy had been wearing on me in terms of like, I, I knew I was kind of betraying my values by doing that, Mm -hmm. um, for convenience or for not wanting to, you know, make a spectacle of myself at events with friends and family and whatever, but it hasn't been a problem. Like we've been out with friends, well, not out with friends, but we have seen friends twice. Yeah. And both times it was not a big deal. So part of me is like, was this actually like a problem for me or was that just an excuse? Yeah. You know? So uh, it feels really good to be able to live my values and to also feel supported by other people because it wasn't a big deal when I said like, oh, I'm not eating that anymore. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like this time around, um, there's a little bit more weight behind putting your foot down. Well, and I also, I don't think I really put my foot down in the past. I'd kind of be like, oh, like, you know, like I'm trying not to eat that. And then somebody would be like, oh, just have it. And they're like, you know, oh, it's just one time. Or, you know, like Ali always says, it's tomorrow's problem. Yeah. And I would listen to that, even though I am a person of my own free will. And it really has no bearing. It's not like the next day they're going to be like, oh, I can't believe Amanda didn't eat that when I said she probably should. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So uh, it feels good to know that I can create those boundaries and people will respect them. Yeah, and this was definitely a very successful dry run with that, I feel. Yeah, because I was, I was nervous. Because one of those things was a birthday party. And, you know, people bring out the cake and it's like, oh, you're not going to have any cake. But nobody said anything. Yep. Yeah, so what's been working for you? So while not uh, really related to veganism and only loosely to fitness, I guess, uh, I have cut my caffeine intake in half. As of the start of last week, uh, I just don't seem to respond to caffeine the way that I used to. Uh, It used to, you know, just be like clean energy for me. And as I'm getting older, I'm noticing that caffeine makes me feel more jittery and I start um, I start sweating a lot easier and a lot more (laughs) uh, after I've had a cup or two of coffee. I also found that on the weekends I was drinking, I was often drinking an extra mug of coffee instead of just eating breakfast because as we've said before on the weekends, I tend to wake up uh, before you because during the week I have to wake up so early. So I'll naturally wake up a couple hours earlier and if I feel hungry, I just wind up chugging another cup of coffee. So I cut my intake down. I, uh, I usually would bring a a thing of coffee with me to work and then refill it later this time around just bringing the thermos to work and I started bringing a half gallon water bottle and basically instead of drinking coffee throughout the day I just drink my morning coffee and then chug water um so it's I guess it's kind of two things that are working for me currently because the I have not had any adverse effects from cutting down my caffeine intake. I haven't been getting caffeine headaches. And I think a big part of that is because of the fact that I've been drinking so much water because I used to never drink water. So I was always dehydrated because I was always dehydrated. I always had a headache and 
yeah, so these two things in tandem have been working together really well. Um, I felt ener- more energetic than when I was drinking twice as much coffee. And um, I definitely notice, uh, I guess, kind of a health difference because when I was drinking twice as much coffee, um, there were a lot more bowel movements in my mornings. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, it's, it's not like I was regular then and I'm not regular now. I was just kind of punishing my body with that extra bit of caffeine. Um, so things have been a lot smoother in all ways. <laughs> That's good. Um, so I think that about covers it for the things that have been working well for us. Uh, the the past week or two, is there anything in particular that you feel like uh, hasn't been working quite as well for you? Yeah, so I think the first thing I want to talk about is kind of uh, has been made obvious at this point, uh, but I think we need a little bit of structure um, for our fitness and what we're eating, because I think a lot of the time the problem is that, like, for instance, this week I made I made a meal plan and I made a grocery list but um Monday the day I was supposed to go grocery shopping one of my friends hit me up and was like hey can you drive me to the grocery store uh because she had a wasp nest in her car like in the mirror and she had gotten stung and she didn't want to like tangle with the wasps again uh but she wanted to go to Aldi and like all the stuff I needed wasn't from there and I didn't want to make another trip. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of how this week got off to like a bad start. Like, yeah, it's not like an excuse. I could have gone out later or I could have been like, Hey, do you mind if we go somewhere else? Cause nothing I need is from that store and it wouldn't have been a big deal, but I just didn't. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of fitness, you know, every if you don't make time for it, you're it, you don't carve out time the day of. Um, I think I need to anticipate something like a workout is coming and know what I'm gonna do and like lay out my clothes and whatever so that when it comes time to work out, like I'm just I I'm mentally prepared to do it. I'm prepared with what we're going to do and mm-hmm. like you can just get into it. Yeah. So that's definitely something. Tune in next week to see if we make a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other thing for me is that I realized I need to pay better attention to my hunger cues. Um, mm. I have a tendency of waiting to eat until I'm on the verge of like passing out just because I don't want to get up and make something. So combining the plan of knowing what I'm eating that day um, and incorporating some like meal prep kind of stuff, knowing that I have a tendency to do this um, would kind of prevent me from making some silly choices. Um, And I think, I think that about covers what I thought wasn't working. So what about you? What do you think? Uh, So I'd say one of the main things for me, at least diet wise, is that I need to start portioning out snacks for myself, uh, especially if I'm in any way inebriated. Um, I tend to fall into a rhythm while I'm eating a snack, 
and I can easily knock out like half a family size bag of the hippies. Um, which so if, good. yeah, if you're not familiar with hippies, they're basically like vegan Cheetos and they're, they're phenomenal. Anyway, um, they come in huge bags and I have knocked out half of one of those big bags while just well, the, the, the one from Costco are huge. They normally come in little bags, yeah. <laughs> but um, we have the Costco size ones because that's how we roll. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so while we're, like, watching something on Netflix or Hulu, I can just eat straight through whatever we're watching. Um, or, like, you know, similar similarly with the Ben & Jerry's non-dairy ice creams, um, there have been times where I've straight up killed the container simply out of laziness because I don't feel like pausing and getting up to return it to the freezer. Um, so I think I, <laughs> I have to start, uh, when I want a snack, you know, actually bust out the food scale, which we have a very easy to use, quickly accessible food scale. And we have things for me to just pour the shit out into. Um, it only takes 30 seconds to portion it out. I got to start actually doing that. Um, we should get an ice cream scoop. Yeah, that actually would probably be a good idea. I feel like it idea. would help because I have part of my thing. I mean, I don't. I'm not as much of like an ice cream fanatic as you, but um, when I eat it, like I'll have the the thought like, oh, I should put this out, put this into a bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to do it with, we have these like cheap ass spoons that'll bend. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? Never mind. I'll just uh, I'll uh, rely on my own self control that I definitely have to you know, know what I'm done, which yeah. is not the case. I'm yeah. Just playing myself. So yeah, portioning up the snacks is a definite must. And, uh, as you mentioned before, um, planning the meals or just planning in general diet and fitness. Uh, I definitely need to adhere to that as well. Uh, cause on my drive home from work, if we don't already have like a set plan in motion for what we're going to eat that evening, or if we're going to work out what the workouts are going to be, uh, if we don't already have that stuff in mind, then during that, you know, that 30 to 40 minute commute back home, I start thinking of the reckless options of like, oh, well, if, if we're going to do this big workout, uh, we could just push that to tomorrow and I could pick up impossible whoppers on the way home or something like that yeah which of course when you float the idea i'm like hell yes yeah because that's basically me reaching out to you and be like hey why don't i completely absolve you of cooking duties for the night yeah and we can just eat trash and you know live like raccoons yeah um aside from that though i i feel like a lot of the goals that we had initially set for ourselves, um, I feel like we're doing an okay job at least of, of sticking to them right now. So that's really all I can think of off the top of my head. That's just straight up, you know, that I have, that hasn't been working for me these past two weeks. Yeah. It's just like little tweaks. It's not, nothing tragic happened. Yeah. Um, so we've gone over a loose bit of what we ate, what worked for us, what didn't work for us. Uh, how about we hit the actual kind of 
if you can call it that, uh, progress that we've had so far. Yeah, we can go over some numbers. Uh, so the week we started the podcast, I was 221. Uh, last At the end of last week, last Saturday, I weighed myself and I was 219. And at the end of this week, so today, Saturday, I am still 219. So despite, um, you know, supposedly having like, you know, an off week, uh, nothing, nothing bad really happened in terms of uh, like my weight fluctuation. Um, and I started the podcast at 222. By the end of week one, I also was 219. And as of today, I am 219.5. Um, we also, we still have yet to do our actual body measurements and um, progress photos. So today we should do that because yep. uh, it doesn't take that long to do. And um, we'll... Uh, start putting the progress photos on Instagram. And so you can kind of get a visual representation of what's going on over here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that covers about everything that we wanted to talk about today. So um, so how about those socials? Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, which is Cucumbersome Podcast. We now have a whopping 26 followers, most of whom are sex bots. So, you know, that's super cool. Uh, number, numbers are numbers, right? <laughs> that organic reach. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, so you can scrub, scrub, scribe. You can subscribe to Scrubs on <laughs> Cucumbersome. Um, yeah, and the, they'll also everything, all the recipes I talked about, um, and any links to videos or whatever, um, I'll put in the show notes. If you have any questions, <laughs> comments, critiques. Hey, you want to raise a pitchfork at us for being stupid idiots? Uh, send us an email at cucumbersomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, so thank you all for listening to us. Uh, like we said. You come back now. Yeah. Like I said at the top of the episode, uh, there's also going to be episode zero. And that gets more into just our personal stuff, stuff about us. So if, um, if this is the first episode that you're listening to, definitely feel free to jump back and listen to that and get a little bit more connected. Um, and we will see you guys next week with another update. We are not going to let ourselves derail again, uh, so we will have an on-time episode for that. Yeah, even if we derail ourselves, we'll still record the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we'll record our confessional. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Next Bye. week on Cucumbersome. Oh, Cucumbersome. Bye, everybody. Bye.